Hello, and welcome to On The Couch, a weekly video series where we speak to mental health professionals about a range of issues that affect us as men and women in the Caribbean. My name is Tracy Rogers, and this is Wholeness and Wellness Counseling Services. I have with me today, clinical social worker, Akila Riley Richardson. Akila um, is a therapist here at Wholeness and Wellness Counseling, and she's been with, you've been here from the start, from the inception. And one of the um, one of your specialties is working with couples, mm -hmm. yeah. And so today we want to talk about mind reading and relationships. <laughs> you know when you know what somebody else is thinking, and then you then tell them what they're thinking. And if they say they're not thinking that, then you know that they're thinking that they're trying to outsmart you. So we know that mind reading and relationships could be one of the most detrimental things. So, so though I've rolled my eyes, I'm guilty of this as well. <laughs> just want to kind so of establish <laughs> that, that I do mind reading at times. I you know Terry Real says that mind reading is a gross boundary violation. Yeah. Stay on your side of the street. You don't absolutely know what someone else is thinking or feeling. Let's go into boundary violation. Let's start there. Yeah, it's definitely a boundary violation. And, and it's a sign of, I think it's a sign of poor containing boundaries and poor protective boundaries as well. So as I may have mentioned before, containing boundaries refer to boundaries which protect other people from you, mm -hmm. right? Sometimes we say too much. Yeah. Yeah. And when we begin to tell people what, we, what they're thinking, what they're feeling, that's a form of unbridled self-expression. We're going too far. Yeah. And I think we can even think about it coming from a place of grandiosity. You know, I am assuming that I know. I know. Yeah. Let me tell you what you're thinking and what you're feeling. And it also could come from a place of deep fear. You know, maybe if I tell you what I'm, what you're thinking or you're feeling, I'm assuring myself and I'm telling myself what the reality is. So you can't catch me off guard. Yeah. And you can't leave. And you can't leave. And I have some kind of control. So there are lots of things that go into this. So when we engage in mind reading, we are also, we're saying that it's a boundary violation. It is definitely not something that's adaptive or good in a relationship, mm -hmm. but we do it for a reason. Yes. All human behavior is functional. Yes. We do it because it serves a purpose. So sometimes that mind reading comes from a place of helplessness, mm -hmm. of fear, of pain. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it ruins relationships, huh? And, and there's a way in which other person not begins to not feel safe in the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I can't be who I am without being checked. Yeah. I can't be who I am without being told what I'm feeling. And I, I and it's difficult for me to have an eye and a we at the same time because you're fusing us together by telling me what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling. You're not holding space for me. And empathy and accountability are critical part of any healthy relationship. Absolutely. If you can hold space for me, it means that you could empathize with me, right? And you're not trying to tell me what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling. And I could empathize with you when I don't necessarily agree with you or even see from your perspective. But I could understand that what you're feeling right now is intense. Yes. And I can make space for that. And making space for that might sound really abstract and vague, but it just means that I let that be. You let that be. Most definitely. I don't comment over it, I don't chastise it, I don't judge it, I just say, okay. You know what's interesting that I found with regard to mind reading and boundary violations, people who struggle with both tend to feel blamed very easily. So for example, I may be expressing what I am feeling, I may say, I'm, I'm, I may be saying, I'm hurt about this, but you can't hear the emotions, you immediately hear blame, mm. you immediately hear condemnation. 
that has two elements. One, boundary violation. First of all, you think we're fused and you think that once I'm expressing a particular emotion, it must be that you're trying to tell me I am bad or I am this, Yeah. right? And the second thing is that you're making assumptions about my intention. Why are you sharing this information with me? You're sharing this information with me because you really want to condemn me. Yes. Yeah. So mind reading and boundary violations, you know, they, they tend to creates a plethora of issues when they blend, when they blend together like that. And you know, you're saying this and I'm just thinking and, and, and we see it in clients and we see it in our lives. There's a whole story that you have yes. made up in your head yes. that may have little to do with the reality. So get out of your head and the other person's head and be present in a relationship. And I want to talk a little bit about how we work with that when it actually shows up in therapy. So we go back to the basics, right? We go back to stuff like cognitive therapy, yeah? We engage clients in a process called the Socratic Dialogue or Socratic yeah. Questioning, and we help you to check your logic, check your logic, check your logic. Yeah. Yeah, give me three pieces of evidence and suggest that this theory that you come up with true. is accurate. Yeah. yeah, and usually when we do that, all sorts of other things unfold. Sometimes the old trauma that's feeding this mind reading mm -hmm. yeah, is on, um, comes out at that particular point in time. So lots of things come out when we just ask people to check their logic. So if you are experiencing mind reading in your relationship with your partner, know that you're normal, <laughs> like all of us, you're working on a process. It is time for you to get clear on, first of all, what's going on with you, yes. that you need to be engaging in this kind of behavior. And this can also mean the beginning of healing and hope. You know, a lot of times we feel when we encounter struggle, it means, oh my gosh, this is it, this is the end. But instead, this is really an opportunity. So we want to invite you to explore that with your partner. I invite you to explore that with a professional if that's something that you think that you need. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Akila. Um, our information is on the screen. You can reach out to us via email or via phone for a 50-minute consultation. And remember to take care of yourself and take care of your partner. We wish you the best.